0: real country in Texas. This is 1radio network.com. Do you have any Black Friday sales on solartiming.com or <laughs> <laughs>
1: No. No, everything's just already a good price. Yeah, it's already a
0: good everyday low price.
1: And plus, I probably give more free advice on Facebook than any other any human yeah, <laughs> I, it's,
0: it's Like what are you going to do, yeah? You know? I,
1: know. I answer most questions and the same on one radio network every yeah. once in a while one slips by me and i find it about a month later but then i answer when i do find it
0: i do the same thing I, you know, i'm doing consultations now coaching sessions and it's fun but pretty much anything that comes in my email they ask me i just you know i don't say well you have to pay me i just do it you know if people want to do a, an hour thing like you know then we do it right you know whatever um, so, one of
1: your Patrick and the pocket people is doing really well. They gained a lot of weight. You probably, I don't know if you keep in touch with her or not. Who's that? The uh, person out there on the prairie.
0: Yeah, she's doing good.
1: 85 up to 99 pounds.
0: No kidding.
1: Oh. That's right. So, she's beating it. You see, you can beat cancer. Uh, uh, Judy Utley beat it. I've seen other people beat it if you get to the trauma and you do the right thing you can beat it but they make you think that once you get to that stage you're you're gone i know of one case of a person that if you go into hospice they give you three months and usually they know it's about two months there was a woman i know about that was in there for 12 years
0: (laughs) 12 years in hospice for 12 years yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah it's it's yeah, I'm glad she's. I'm glad she's doing, but she's so she's up to 90, 99 pounds.
1: Yep. Wow! She's been a good friend of mine since God I've known her forever. Forever. since yeah i I've, 70s. I've yeah, known forever. Her too. Forever. Yeah,
0: yeah. We gifted her our little Patrick in the pocket thing because she's been such a great supporter of of uh, of ours too. She's been sending in a donation to me like for years, ten bucks or whatever.
1: Wonderful. Yeah. yeah, just donated to us too. Yeah, so. she's a great. Gal. She's-
0: and and you had said that that's one of the the big deals with people with this big C thing is they 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 waste away right
1: Wasting syndrome. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. what gets them. It, you know, well, the thing that mostly gets them is the treatment. The treatment. <laughs> but yeah. When they don't do the treatment, then the wasting syndrome. They have to get that food in there, and they have to have it absorbed. Yeah. And once you get it absorbed, you're going to hold your weight, and then the cancer can be out. What do you call it? Uh, Outweighed. It. It gets bored finally, it or just whatever. It gets bored it does. and it leaves, right? It just, just quits. Yeah. Just quits. It just resolves at a certain point.
0: <laughs> it's just funny. Uh, let's see here. Where are we? Uh, this is from Rue. I've never heard that name before. Rue. What does Adam think of crypto and the scandal? Hmm.
1: It's all involved with Jeffrey Epstein, with uh, with Friedman, I mean with Fried, and with uh, <laughs> Fried. Michael Milken and all of those things. And the thing is, with crypto, one reason they want electricity. They cut your crypto off, right? If they cut, if they cut. Oh, the, that's well, true. How yeah. How can I get there? How it? I
0: can you get there? You can't even do that one, right?
1: <clears throat> and crypto, it, it takes all that energy too from the system, so they're they're going to come down on it for that reason. Look what happened in China. They're going to go to their own government-owned one, and as and that's Mao, coming here too, it,
0: as you know. It's coming here.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Miles said the power comes out of the barrel of the gun it doesn't come out of an atm machine ultimately any stagecoach robber back in the old west could tell you that yeah <laughs> it didn't matter if you were morgan or whoever if you had a gun you could take that money from them now it becomes harder but now there is no system crypto or whatever that cannot be hacked there is no system no and shit. they want you to make you Think that it can't look at the. Are you familiar with the uh, the crocodile of Wall Street? She was one of them that already did four four a billion four million dollars. Are you talking? Was a are you talking
0: about the the uh, the wolf of Wall Street? That guy?
1: No, no. This is the woman that did the hip hop stuff and bragged about ripping off wall street no I
0: don't,
1: I don't. Yeah. they went to ukraine too because so many illegal deals happen in ukraine and so much crime goes out there it's amazing yeah check out the crocodile of wall street it's an amazing story about this woman just Flaunted it and actually worked for Forbes magazine and all of these as an expert in her twenties, and then she was ripping it up. But they kept it very mild. They had a, uh, a semi-expensive apartment on right. Wall Street, but they uh, they bragged too much, and finally they tracked them down. It took them four years to catch them, though.
0: This FTX thing is so indicative of a woke crazy culture has no idea what the hell they're doing have you have you heard any these people talk these two kids they have no oh, idea yeah. what they're talking about they're just woke wokeies up and you know and they don't know what and they had people investing billions of dollars in this thing i mean brady what the, the 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 famous football guy um what's his name tom brady or whatever he was he was doing it. Commercials on on Super Bowl about this FTX thing, and now he's getting sued for false advertising. This thing is a mess, and they've got they've got pension funds that are going to lose a lot, millions on this thing, and people are going to lose their pensions. I don't understand how these people got in with these kids who had no idea. I mean, it just boggles my mind that this thing even happened the way it did, Adam.
1: Boggles even me. Klaus Schwab lost money on it. <laughs>
0: Did he really? Well, Klaus is not too smart, so Yay! we know that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, this is I've, I've been following this pretty closely, well, along with Tom Luongo. There's three different platforms called Coinbase, uh, Grayscale, right, and Tether. Tether is what they call a, um, what's the word? Um, it's, um, oh, man, it'll come to me. What's Tether. Tether is a Anyway, Tether is a thing where they're not supposed to create the the token unless they have a dollar, right? This is their whole thing. It's a big deal. Billions, right? And they put a lot of money of Tether into Bitcoin. So the whole the, these things are all tied in together. And these Coinbase and Grayscale could explode in the next couple of weeks I've been reading in Tom Lewango and then this tether thing people are beginning to question what well, they really have all the dollars they say they do and if this thing blows well then bitcoin could you know could go down to 5000 or 1000 so well, we're we're following it but it's really interesting and i and i keep harkening back to Andrew Goss. remember when bitcoin first came out years ago Andrew Goss he knew they were crazy he knew it was crazy and he he said and he used to call them lampshades right he said i don't even want to say the name bitcoin they're lampshades and he may turn out to be right baby he may turn out that this whole thing has just been one big ponzi scheme i don't know wow
1: have you heard <laughs> Terry Duffy's monologue about it. Who? Terry Duffy. I don't know Terry. I think Tur- that's his name. I don't know Terry I'm Duffy. Gonna, no. I'm going to send it to you after okay. the show because he called him out at the very beginning. And then what happened? The goofy California senator here called him in to testify and said he was full of it that these uh that his thing was perfectly okay and it was perfect well Duffy got the last word because he at the beginning told a uh, sham a bankman freed that he was a crook he he told him right to his face and said that you're, you have no idea how to operate your business and etc. The The monologue is so good. I posted it on Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I'll send it to i you me. a copy.
0: Could we, maybe yeah, we could, it, maybe we could put it on our, our website or something like that.
1: Oh, it's great. It, it is, it, it's hilarious, too. We laugh through the whole thing.
0: <laughs> oh, Tether, I, I just Googled it. An asset-backed cryptocurrency stable coin. It's called a stable coin that's pegged to the dollar. So they created this, you know, made-up thing called a tether, and uh, it's called USDT cryptocurrency, pegged to the dollar, backed 100% by Tether's reserves, according to the website. Tether is owned by F thing, Hong Kong registered company that also owns crypto exchange Bitfinex. So, uh, I, and there's some really shaky people at the top of this whole tether thing. So, who knows, you know. It'd be hilarious if this thing ties into, you know, uh, Epstein and, you know, all these people, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. It's coming out now, too. There's a, But see, it's places that get very little play. You know, right. they get about 500 people following them. You have to really due due diligence to find these people because it's not out there in the regular uh, broadcast certainly not in mainstream media
0: Oh no 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 no. no. <laughs> did you see, see that did this, seen- this guy Adam, him on uh, I think he's CNBC I, I don't have cable so I don't watch it but who's the real famous guy that yells and screams and uh, on the on the financial thing do you know who I mean
1: Oh you, uh, you know I- yeah. You know yeah, I is. know who you mean. I just can't think of his name well, either.
0: About a month ago, he was calling FTX the new JP Morgan. This guy.
1: <laughs>
0: That's like, him. Sure. It's like, "Okay. Yeah, well, I don't think so." Oh my god. I think a Hollywood, a lot of Hollywood people were into F, uh FTX as well.
1: Lots of them. That's what I hear. Lots yeah. The some of them are being prosecuted for doing commercials for it.
0: Too. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, Brady, Tom Brady is. I don't know prosecute yep. it, but I think there's some uh, class action lawsuits against him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Poor old Tom Brady, man. He was like, God. You talk about some kind of karmic thing. I don't. I don't follow football, but I know he's like the the highest paid football. What is he quarterback in Miami or I don't Atlanta. So, and this guy, he was like the highest paid guy ever, ever, and in, in the one year he gets a divorce, his wife takes asset's money, and then they lose all the rest of it in, in FTX. Man, that's not good. That's when you're having a bad hair day, man. Whoa. <laughs> it's like, come on. Poor Tom. Oh, God love him. Go through all of that in one six-month period.
1: No kidding. You know, to get us into the government system of, uh, of uh, doing business on the internet mm-hmm. now, you uh, the NBC station Nightly News is doing this thing about there are a whole bunch of mail uh, thefts now they're stealing mail keys from post office boxes and of course I was waiting for the punchline the person said you know after they took all that money I'm considering something I didn't before, internet banking. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that punchline was coming. I mean, they're so obvious that how can you not see the propaganda? And the big snow in the Buffalo, of course, they're going to blame the warming of the Great Lakes for it, which is absolute BS. <laughs> and people believe this. That's the really scary thing that the Great amount of Americans, of worldwide people, believe these people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just, we're just in the strangest movie. Good thing we're not really in the movie. We're just looking at the movie, right, Mr. B? We're just observing. Boy, I'm not in it. Uh, It's crazy.
1: This is Saturday Night Live. It's crazy. Real Saturday Night Live.
0: It's crazy land. I mean,
1: it's just crazy land,
0: isn't it? You just can't make this stuff up,
1: you know. No, uh, no. Nope. It's, it's just amazing. Whoever's the screenwriter is, they're really good. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, okay.
0: Whoa. Unbelievable. So, By the
1: way, to show you how we're how we're uh, hypnotized, and you can look this up. Okay. Because people, when I tell them this, they don't believe this. When they had the Thomas fire that we were evacuated from. Thomas it fire? It burned like... Yeah, it burned about 200,000 acres of, uh, of land, right? Mm-hmm. Now, 150,000 acres plus was a national park area. Well, how come in 1930, the total for the entire country, not just one fire, which remember was 150,000 acres, the total for the entire country was less than 25 acres, how did they do that?
0: Whoa, interesting!
1: How is that even possible? <laughs> look at the old forestry records. They don't want you to look that up because they're being deliberately uh, set. Because the lumber company—that's good lumber, you know. It doesn't—it sure. doesn't incinerate the trees. It just burns them, and they use them for lumber. So the lumber companies now can come into federal land for free and take anything they want out of there.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you think sugar is going to kill you, Adam eats fifty pounds in a month, and look at the—I don't—he's got a brain. I don't know how he remembers all this stuff. So I, you know, I just may start eating more sugar. I don't know what to tell you. I'll uh, uh, run <laughs> one radio network. <laughs> That's like okay.
1: Actually, the, the fifty pounds last about two and a half months. Two and a half months. I, month. I and, and Come on now, you—you you
0: go through fifty pounds of sugar in two and a half months. And you, yeah,
1: I buy about 150 pounds a year, maybe 200 pounds.
0: And look at the big brain on Adam. How do you remember all this stuff? If that was eating your brain, well, I, don't, I think you must have a tape recorder in your pants or something.
1: When is it going to grow hair back on my <laughs> That's head? It's still waiting. Not working.
0: <laughs> I'll grow your teeth back, right? And when is it going to do that? Probably
1: bake it. It takes bacon for that.
0: Yeah. Oh my <laughs> and my God.
1: teeth too. Yeah, but I, I blame that on other things. You, you lost know,
0: the teeth long ago, right?
1: Oh, in the in the 1990s, my teeth were so perfect. I had a perfect bite that I would sell blood brushes from the looks of my teeth. Man, That's I want crazy. your teeth. No said. kidding,
0: they were that good. And but you it thought that you you thinking it went bad because of the you had uh, the tell folks why your teeth went south.
1: Well, I made you a think? mistake of getting one gold tooth and all the other teeth that was a major thing plus I was on the road after that I sold my mobile home and basically I was on the road I didn't blot regularly I didn't eat regularly I uh, I was under a lot of stress and suddenly my teeth just went like that because before that my teeth were so good I would do workshops and I say I want teeth like yours and Dr. Phillips almost never found someone with a perfect bite he said You have it. And he checked it numerous times every time I met him.
0: And what year did it start going bad? Did they start going bad?
1: I would say about 96 or 97. After I sold my mobile home, they went quickly. And now the sugar is what prevents me from abscesses. And I've had some so bad I thought I was going to actually die without penicillin, sugar, aloe thanks to aloe doctor here, or vibrant gal. And uh, thieves oil and a few other things uh, really saved my life. Yeah, because you know? they're
0: so deteriorated you would think that they want to go bad and just leave. Right. Yeah. And the abscess.
1: Well, the whole jaw now is being attacked by it. So, uh, in fact, I broke my rule and watched my first American movie, a revenge movie, uh, because uh, for distraction, because it takes my mind when I have that dull pain that goes into the jaw. So until it gets better, I watched it. Chicago Mm -hmm. Overcoat, greatest revenge, one of the greatest revenge movies I ever saw. the bad guy wins he kills the good guys the bad guys let me write that down chicago what chicago chicago overcoat
0: i don't know that one it's by
1: the white-haired guy in the in the sopranos he's the star great movie
0: oh yeah i I know that guy yeah is it a good movie
1: oh great I i loved it
0: you're not watching russian movies anymore
1: Nope. They ran out of them. <laughs> I watched them all. I mean, I watched uh, hundreds of hours of Russian movies, including a 15-hour movie, <laughs> Ancestral Land, which is my favorite of all of them, Ancestral Land. If you if you got 15 hours, I guarantee uh, you should watch it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> but it's a long, long, movie.
0: Long movie. So maybe maybe we could talk you into going total carnivore for six months, and maybe you'd grow your teeth back.
1: It be you never know, you know. I, I actually I would eat more meat. Uh, would you? But uh, in the situation now, it's just not working. Yeah. There for a while I was going to Carlsburger and get, getting an uh, occasional burger because they actually have a burger has more of the fat and things that you don't get in the muscle meat. Sure. Prime yeah. sirloin. By the way, they want us to eat bugs and what are they eating? what is it called? Wagyu beef. It's like uh, $300 for a little filet or something like that. They're eating all that crap while they want us to eat insects and lab meat, which has been approved now. So now they're going to sell this lab meat grown from stem cells and even from plant protein they're making meat out of, plant polymers.
0: Yeah, I just go for good old uh, grass-fed ribeyes. We get it from Slankers in our store, Texas guy. Really good stuff, ribeyes and... And if I eat like just ground meat, you know, like it, like they're all like eighty five percent lean, man, I just dump some tallow in there, and I add the fat in there. I don't want to. Do, muscle meat is not that nourishing, really, is it? I mean.
1: You know, it's okay. It's okay. Particularly if, uh, if once you're working out, then yeah. it can give you some muscle. But after that, you need the organ meat because it has a lot of the trace elements and fat and things that you need that you won't get out of the muscle meat. Animals don't just eat the muscle meat. You You'll be- see what they eat you ever see a cat and what they spit out I think they spit out maybe the heart and a few other things and they eat everything else and even the hair
0: you've got me thinking about this whole muscle thing and as you can see I'm getting some good muscles in there you know I am but uh, you know uh, let me let me just show you you know I'm getting some you know triceps and biceps and shoulders I can feel shoulders but if you're right about the sugar and I'm not doing any sugar maybe I should juice up my coconut sugar for a while and see if my muscles don't even grow even more I don't know it's worth a try right I won't kill myself will I
1: you can you can experiment now uh, when I have too much I can feel it I can feel uh oh I've passed some kind of limit it would take
0: me a lot to take too much though you know you're eating a lot
1: Right, eat I'm eating a lot, and it's not bothering me. And remember, my father had diabetes, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I should be particularly worried about it. But even even when I was a kid, I used to show off. When I got out of high school, actually, uh, my uncle, I used to like to freak him out. we go in a <laughs> Chinese restaurant. You know, you get that little cup of tea? Right. I would fill it half with white sugar and pour some tea on the top and drink about 20 cups of that. So that was about what a mayonnaise jar full of sugar in one sitting (laughs) and i never got an effect i never got uh i I was already what you call adhd anyway as a kid always jumping around and sugar didn't seem to make a difference whether i ate it or not and i tried the non-sugar thing i believed it for a while oh i gotta cut out all sugar hmm. didn't do that well with it really
0: (laughs) uh brett wants to know if i wanted to eat Just a little bit of fruit, because I'm on a carnivore diet like Patrick. What fruit would I eat to to get the most vitamin C? Good question. Yeah. Orange? Uh,
1: What I would do is something like uh, persimmons or peaches or something in the morning to Mm. get your vitamin C. You could have a small amount. And then maybe an orange at about 10 o'clock. And then maybe... A tomato is good enough. It's high in sugar for midday. And then maybe at night, uh, a little pineapple.
0: You know, that's something that I do eat pretty regularly at night after dinner. I'll have some fresh pineapple and it really feels nice. You know, like, okay. Something about that. It has a lot of digestive enzymes in the pine. That's the only fruit I really eat now. Wow, never thought of that.
1: It does, hmm. and some people get problems where they uh, the food joins up and calls what they call uh, uh, bezoars. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, b-e-z-o-a-r. I don't know that. And one. basically, it's like hairballs, hair but balls. the pineapple keeps that from happening. They used to use either papaya enzyme or pineapple enzyme. For pets, for both birds uh-huh. that get hairball. Yeah. And you ever seen a... If we just had uh, the neighbor's... I mean, our landlord's cat uh, throw something up, and it's all hair. <laughs> I mean, there's a big pile out there that's been there for a month that I wanted to see if it's ever going to be broken down. The ants aren't even interested in it because it's all hair it's all hair. the cat threw up.
0: <laughs> Here's an email from Judy. Great show this morning, you guys. Uh, I can touch my nose and my chin... With my tongue, whoa, but I've never tried to swallow it, lol. Do either of you believe in the Akashic Records? And if so, have either of you ever accessed them? Ironically, I spent last night till three in the morning rereading Rudolf Steiner's book, Atlantis and Lemuria History and Civilization <laughs> from the Akashic Records. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, Akashic Records, what do you know from them?
1: Helium, according to O'Donnell Lay, it's in helium. (laughs)
0: It's in helium.
1: You know, back in the day, they discovered that if you took animals and gave them pure oxygen, and even with carbogen, even adding carbon dioxide to it, the animals would die within three days. The longest that lived was a snake for about 10 days. Hmm. If they didn't have helium argon and uh, xenon and all of those krypton uh, unsociable gases they're essential for life in the long run you can take it for a while you know like jay leno got in a hyperbaric chamber no problem for a brief amount of time but for a long time range we need these gases out of the atmosphere supposedly they disprove that again by saying that the nitrogen that the doctor who did the original test did uh, was polluted with some of the trace elements. But they didn't explain why that still killed all these animals until they got regular air that we breathe out of the air. So this air cannot be duplicated for long periods of time in any kind of chamber. And oxygen is a major killer in hospitals of people with any kind of cold flu or whatever they want to call it oxygen kills they
0: should be putting the co2 in there with it or hydrogen or whatever
1: at least uh, well the the uh, the co2 would be enough to prevent these deaths because it drives the oxygen deeper in the uh, they have a paradoxical effect where taking more oxygen stops the breathing and stops the oxygen from being driven into the deeper levels past the cell into the organelles into the levels below the organelles you get And so, actually under pressurization, two atmospheres, 33 feet down in the water, you can actually survive without the heart pumping any blood. You don't even need, or, or you don't need any red blood cells at all. No red blood cells at all and you can survive. The hyperbaric people talk about that. You add the hydrogen, the carbon, you don't get the brain damage. Because every time you go and take oxygen by itself or get a hyperbaric chamber without carbon dioxide, there is minor brain damage. No, no that's doubt not good. About it. That's
0: not. Trying to, cut, nope. trying to cut down on that. For me, uh, to Judy on Hi- Akashic, um, they, they exist, you know, in some other reality. Uh, what I do and what you can do is just, if you want to remember any of your past incarnations, you just start talking to God, Spirit. Buddha, Jesus, whatever your your your, your savior and teacher, days you were is, and that I want to know, and to keep asking, and uh, you know, watch your dreams, and you'll you'll find your way to remember some of your past lives if that's interesting to you. That's the way I deal with it. So, for what that. Yeah, and, and
1: my answer too is I believe in the akashic records. Yes, I do.
0: They're there. They're they're all Everything
1: there. Everything is. Pretty. There's nothing can be lost in this universe. Even when you break atoms down, something is still there. It's
0: something there, right? If it's only now, how can it be anywhere else? Right. (laughs) How can it it be anywhere else but now, right? Okay, so where to go? Is it in the past while there's no past? Okay, what's now? It's there.
1: Basically, it's the peekaboo game. I can't see it. I can see it. (laughs) I can't see it. That's what it is.
0: I remembered maybe two or three in my past. That's about it. Have you remembered any of yours, past incarnations?
1: Well, I had some intimations, and then Donald filled me in that I was the most well-preserved uh, mummy in Egypt, Yuya. <laughs> if you look at that mummy, at one time it looked so much like me when I was in my forties that it was so. I showed it to a friend of mine. I said, "What do you think of this picture?" And he kept staring at it. And I said, well, don't you think it looks a, a little like me? He said, I thought it was you. I was going to ask you why you look so sick in this picture. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so you were the transhumanism back there. You weren't a daddy. You were a mummy. Just kidding.
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> wow. So that's, that's about the only...
1: Uh, oh no no then, then i was a uh, uh apparently i was a scandinavian viking mm-hmm. who came to the united states mm-hmm. and remet the woman that i promised i'd come back for and i never did oh. and then i also was gutenberg's most prized this is what adano told me okay. he said you were gutenberg's most prized assistant oh and guess what i looked him up because i didn't believe that until I went to a book one day and just randomly found it in the library. And Gutenberg's most prized assistant stole the entire co- printing press from him. And because his father was a gold lender for 60 years, they thought that Gutenberg didn't invent it. And that Peter, whatever his name was, whoever I was supposed to be then, did it. So the reason I can't get myself uh, myself officially because I was the first international printer in the world who took credit for the Gutenberg machine, ah, and I'm getting my just karma. A little so. bit of karma
0: coming down, isn't that fascinating? Coming down,
1: so I have to self-publish everything now. No yeah. one's publishing my stuff.
0: Uh, and you work that stuff out. Well, you'll probably work it out after a while, and everybody will want to publish you. You see, so after a while, we work and out the karma, don't we?
1: Also, O'Donnell told me I burned the library at Constantine.
0: <laughs> oh, good. Well, you don't want to be burning a library. And That's why you spent so much said, time there, right, in the library.
1: <laughs> so I, now I'm doomed to look through libraries. And by the way, a lot of libraries have been are found in the Middle East that are being hidden. They won't let us know what's in those libraries. Well, yeah. If you read the old Time magazines from the 30s, 40s, and 50s, you'll find out they knew that the Vikings were in Michigan. They knew all this stuff. It's in those old magazines, but they don't want you to go back looking through that old, those old books. No. You, i That's where I find everything. I spend 95% of myself, my research, looking at books over 100 years old. Wow. wow. There it is. Uh, Nothing new under the sun.
0: I had one that is. I think it's pretty interesting. Involves karma as well. Um, What's the thing that I had a couple of times when, when, uh, when the pain is so brutal down your leg? What do they call that? What do they call? Sciatica. Sciatica, right? Remember, I had that a couple of times over the last ten years, right? And I don't know, folks, if you've ever had it, it's probably the worst. Have you ever had it? It's probably the worst pain. Unbelievable, right? Just brutal. I mean, brutal. You can get it so badly that you can't even you you can't even get to a position where it stops. Remember, I was on the floor. Sharon did the show one day, and I was on the floor in a fetal position. And anyway, so you know, while I was going through it, um, I knew for some reason I just knew I had to kind of go through it. I was just going to breathe, and I was going to look at it the spiritual level, get body work you know, stretch. I just knew it. I just knew. And so I kept asking uh, spirit my and my teacher, which is divine spirit, and my teacher, you know, what's this about? Why am I having to go through this? You know, what is this about? I'm not complaining because I, you know, I know I created it, so I'm not complaining, but just why, you know? So I did that. And then one night I had this amazing past life thing, and I think it was last lifetime, Adam, because it was with the uh, Japanese, maybe somewhere in, you know, I think, World War II. And I was like in the military, and we were over there on some island, and we were, we were doing things to these Japanese soldiers that I can't even repeat. Whew. It was terrible what we were doing to them. I mean, terrible. So that's, I got it after that. It was a karmic thing, you know. And this happens, right? This happens a lot. It's helpful. It still hurts, but it's helpful when you know why you're, why you're getting your butt kicked, you know.
1: Well, you know, in mind hacking, I've only found a couple cases of reincarnational trauma attracted back that far, because you can usually have a re- resolving of the issue without going back there. But one of the most unusual things happened to me... Is a good friend of mine had this problem with her thigh, and uh, she started talking about uh, that she belonged to this Tibetan organization, Mm -hmm. and I found out that they worshipped a thigh bone. They would cut the thigh bone bone off off of a virgin. And then blow out of it and do all kinds of magical things with the thigh bone. So when I found about that, I told my friend, you realize where that thigh bone came from. It didn't come from a dead person. They killed somebody to get it. Really? So I said, she was a, a vegetarian. I said, you have to eat barbecue. <laughs> and she said, What? I, I said, yeah, you'll resolve the issue. So we went driving out to what was then the best barbecue in Texas. It's out of Austin, someplace. You might know the name of oh, it. Oh yeah, I
0: I, the, um, yeah, I know Fam- the name. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Famous. Place. Famous place. So anyway, we're driving out there, and and we're halfway there, and suddenly she said, "This is nonsense. Uh, I how how can you say that? I need to eat barbecue." I say, look. To the left or to the right, right beside us, a big truck with a giant mural of a barbecue <laughs> had pulled up beside. <laughs> so we ended up going out and eating barbecue at that restaurant. And she seemed to be okay after that. I
0: think maybe County Line was that. Does that sound familiar? County Line Barbecue.
1: Yeah, it was. At, I think it was at the County Line. That's a, we went out quite a ways. It was yeah, really good barbecue. Yeah, I it's a very that.
0: famous one here. Everybody goes there when they people come into town, the County Line Barbecue.
1: They claim it's the best barbecue. and I think there's two best ones and I think it's, it's the one, top one. It's
0: one of them, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Jim Kramer is the financial analyst That's on TV that you guys are talking about. Like. Thanks, Lynn. Yeah, Jim Kramer. Yeah, crazy Jim. Okay, FTX. watching to watch. Him, but... FTX, the, JP, the new JP Morgan a month ago.
1: It's like, wow. As soon as his show came on, I he made so many mistakes with that. I used to watch him before he Did had you? that show. Remember, he used to be on the Stock Market Channel with the co-host, the uh, uh, Maria Burginella. Yes, yeah. back way back then. And then I uh, forget the other guy. And there were three of them. Then they gave him that show, and he went rogue. Then nothing he said was worth investing in. <laughs> wow,
0: I think we had. uh we got? Let's see. Uh, there is one here. Oh, it came in. Let me see if I can find it. <clears throat> uh, if you'd like to be on the show before we leave, we have some time as I'm finding this email. Patrick at one radio network dot com. Also, triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. This was about oranges. Oh, I found it. Okay. This was from. Okay. Hmm. On a past show, you all were talking about gallbladder and your attributes of organs for the pinky fingers were especially interesting with the heart left pinky and the gallbladder on the right pinky. Could you mention what organs on the other fingers? In the past, I've sometimes practiced shin jiu-jitsu finger holds where when I saw different finger organs attributes in some other sources, I had some doubts as to the actually new correspondence genuine. Perhaps next time Adam is on, please ask him the source is most reliable. What's he's asking what the fingers and the organs is what he's asking?
1: Uh, they're called Akabani points or Jinwell points, and uh, they go on each finger. Now, I'm going to reveal something to show you I've had a gallbladder issue for years. Really? And two years ago something happened to me that made me realize I have to work on it and fix it. I'm gonna give you a dramatic illustration here. Okay. There's a hand, right? Yeah. You can see you can see that hand clearly? I mean, let me
0: put you on okay. full screen here a second.
1: Normal yeah. hand, right? Right. Now watch my gallbladder hand.
0: No Adam. You can't you can't strengthen you can't straighten that finger?
1: It started bending about two years ago because of my gallbladder issue, not having enough gall.
0: Wait a minute. So so that's the way your your right hand is?
1: That's it? Stuck there. And, and, I have and that's have the gallbladder claw. finger? That's the gallbladder. It's the heart meridian, but it's the gallbladder side on the right side. The on the right side. meridian itself is fine. Mm-hmm. I can use this one great. This one, look... Wow. And I had an issue with that finger because I remember uh, a fanatical musician tried to strengthen that finger by by putting force on it on the piano, and he kicked the nerve because they're both connected, but they're not really. You get individual hand movements from them. So I've had this. Uh, I know a lot of the traumas behind it, and I have to work on it. When you get to a certain stage, I won't say age. You have, <laughs> you have what's a condition called qi gone, qi gone. Qi gone. You have to get your chi, your qi back. back. It's not a case of adding minerals. There's no qi in minerals or in supplements or food even. You have to get that from the environment. And that's what I'm working on now and why I'm so interested in mind over matter yeah. because that's the way you get it back. And when this gets resolved, you will see it firsthand on your show.
0: Oh, that's great. So, um, but have you tried to do uh, the physical stuff with like olive oil and lemon and all that thing and to, to flush that baby out and get it? I'm thinking work?
1: of using onion now because of what's called the, uh, the uh, mitogenic radiation comes out of an onion and a garlic wow. and a tadpole and, and a human eye. Hmm. So they used to use the human eye to grow things. Uh, the, that's why people would eat eyes for that growth factor. The Gervich effect, you probably heard about it. Ray Pete is very familiar with it. You might ask him for details. He probably knows more than me. But the, the great iridologist, uh, J.D. Deck, studied it. When he was prisoner for the Russians, they, they let him do all kinds of research. He got on good well, with the Russians, and when he came back to Germany, he was such a good iridologist, they gave him a castle. They gave him an entire castle when castle. he came back to Germany. He was the greatest iridologist who ever lived and knew a lot of other things. I studied his textbooks, which are now, I think they run about $700 for the used ones. I wish I hadn't given them my away, but I did.
0: When you did uh, the olive oil, them, lemon thing... Uh, uh, when's the last time you did it and did anything come out at all anything come out uh
1: yes every time i i've done it Goop. five times and they came out every time i got something but they dissolved pretty quickly yeah but i they help i am not saying yeah, even must be when crud that comes, comes out, out right they get moved. yeah
0: something moves around right
1: you know where more people are killed by gallstones in their when it gets into their colon, oh. it forms concretions and they grow, and once it hits the ileocecal valve and can't get through, then people are generally dead oh. at that yeah. point. It, but but you can actually through that little. Uh, Exit point in the gallbladder you can get a gallstone out as big as a golf ball right through that because it just just expands expands. like childbirth yeah (laughs) Yeah. but then when it gets in there and it's the size of a golf ball it can get as big as a softball in your colon that's when people actually die from it now you can take olive oil on a regular basis and start to dissolve that though that's the good news. After a certain amount of time, you can at least keep it from growing. And so you're not going to die Interesting. I was going to ask
0: you about that. I saw a video somebody sent me suggesting that a tablespoon of olive oil a day helps keep the liver or gallbladder happy. Do you think that's true?
1: I know it's true.
0: You know? It's I'm like, going to start doing that because I've just been not using olive oil. But I'm going to start doing like a tablespoon a day.
1: It, it, in a family medicine yeah. uh, book by j by by Hopkins, J. R. Hopkins. That doesn't sound right, but Hopkins, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. they John Johns Hopkins.
0: Johns Hopkins.
1: Yeah. they they claim that, and I think this is even more extreme than I would say, but they claim one hundred percent if you have with all three meals during the day, one tablespoon of either olive oil or whole cream, you will never get a gallstone, ever. That's Johns Hopkins.
0: Well, well, doesn't the butter do the same thing, though, with a meal?
1: Butter will do it, too, if you yeah. have butter with a meal. The idea is you need fat to excrete the bile, because right. otherwise the bile stays in there, and guess what happens? It congeals, and it forms little bitty pieces that come together, dun, 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 like that, and then you get a big gallstone out of like twenty small gallstones, yeah. of gall gall dust. If you were going to
0: do olive oil, what time would you do that? Do you think?
1: I, I would do it three times a day with each meal. Uh, you need olive oil for the morning zone, for the midday zone, and the nighttime zone. So you're clear if you do don't do, if you do it three times a day if you choose to only eat two or one time then do the olive oil the other times at least at night
0: you can do it before bed just to
1: yeah many athletes uh, you know they tell you i need protein to work out in the morning how come wim Hof only eats dinner how come pavel that uh, guy with the kettlebells how come he eats dinner only he doesn't eat breakfast or lunch and gets by i think there's It's healthier to do it the other way. But you don't need protein to work out in the morning. All you need is an ergogenic like coffee and some sugar, and you can work out fine. The protein (laughs) settles in your body for 24 hours. (laughs)
0: Uh, This fellow goes on with his email, Adam. Uh, Also of interest was the mention of using oranges during the two periods for gallbladder issues. Nice idea. But as a blood type A, oranges limits from me, and the lectin factor is a real, Diodamo did some very good work sorting out the lectins for all the blood types, although Stephen uh, oh, Grundy, Plant Paradox, tried to discuss and warn about lectins but without getting blood types, which is misleading and
1: incomplete. Hmm. I disagree with that 100% because I, I am been called that anti-adamo the <laughs> yeah,
0: anti-adamo yeah,
1: yeah it's it's all 99 percent nonsense and i'll tell you why okay only the lectin in a lima bean and certain other foods have anything to do with blood types lectins are gastrointestinal so how can they affect blood types they have to do, if he did a gastrointestinal type for A, B, and all those, I would say so. What about the lectin that's the James Bond poison on the end of the umbrella? You know, you stab it and the person's dead within one minute. Right. I guarantee you it's going to kill an A, an A, B, an O, or a B. It's going to kill everybody. So this whole thing that he's got, and he's made millions on it, is all false all you need to know is a b and an o do better with meat and an a and an a b do better with vegetables it doesn't mean they can't switch off but they do do better uh o's are remarkably uh free of stomach cancer archaeologists and or anthropologists rather have done that kind of research i'm saying it does make an effect but the way he's made it up for instance don't eat uh Let's see, don't eat melons because they have fungus, but berries are okay for that type. I have found more fungus on berries than I've ever found on melons. How about you? I find fungus on berries all the time at the the supermarket. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's a total falsity right there.
0: And and also, I mean, you know, every now and then I would get these raspberries, organic, over like five bucks a package, and if you don't eat them, like in two days, they get Fungo, you know, white stuff. What's up with that? You know, I was like,
1: Phew. so you heard it right here from me. <laughs> this is my statement on it. Uh, Peter Diamo is blowing smoke out his booty. <laughs> well, <laughs> Adam him say-
0: he just got p-o-d-o-d Is he still around? I wonder. I
1: He's still around. He's still around. You know. He, he's a nice guy I've emailed between them and he gave up on me <laughs> as a hopeless case and a good friend of mine is a big fan of his but uh, but there is a, a grain of truth behind it i will say that but these books and the types that people do they're fooling themselves hmm. by the way I didn't answer a previous question okay this is the lung meridian okay yeah sun.
0: oh good thanks for reminding me yeah
1: I forgot all about okay. it. Uh, the thumb. Large intestine meridian. If you notice, it forms a large intestine here. Where is it? And that's a reflex of the intestines, with this is actually the anatomical snuff box, which is the cecum, and uh, this this is the cecum and this is uh put
0: your part hand into the, the camera because we can't see your
1: hand. There. Yeah, let's see. Okay. Right, right there. So you get a complete reflex of it. This is the circulation sex. I won't give the gesture, but it's very familiar that it's circulation sex. Yes. We tell people to to give them the bird. Right. Then this is the thyroid finger right here. Thyroid. It's the most attractive and less. Uh, uh, this one actually has to do with your thyroid. The length of it with male and female can differ. Then you have the heart. On the inside of this little finger and the, uh, and the small intestine on the other side, it shares two. Then you go down to the toes. The big toe, which goes directly from this finger, also has two meridians on it. It has the uh, spleen pancreas on the outside, the liver on the inside. The, the stomach is the index toe. <laughs> the middle toe is the kidney toe. The uh, next toe is the gallbladder toe, and then the pinky toe, the little toe, is the urinary bladder toe. And that's how it works, so the and very really powerful points.
0: The one next to the big toe would be the stomach, stomach guy,
1: right? The, the one next to the big toe is, uh, yes, the stomach, stomach toe.
0: And then the right and, side is more gallbladder than the left, correct?
1: Yeah, and then they each, each have their side. So this is the lung, but really… Uh, if you go to the other side, you get more bladder reflexes. It gets a little complicated there right. uh, before you do it. And then you end up with this kind of thing, so you have to take that into consideration. <laughs>
0: sure. Got to do that. Um, I want to play something for you. I, I, this, I just find this so wonderful. It's just such a wonderful thing to kick us into Thanksgiving. Uh, about being grateful and happy, and you know, so this is a this is a video, very short. I don't think you'll be able to hear it, but there's not much sound anyway, Adam, because you can't hear videos. But for those of you um, uh, watching, is they some people did a C-section on a chimpanzee, right? The chimp needed a C-section and just did. And so they did it, because the baby wasn't coming out right. And so they took the baby and they put it in a cage, right? Wrapped it up in a blanket that you'll see. And then, I I don't know how long it was after the C-section, but it was some time that they left the chimp in, right? And so the chimp sees the baby for the first time. And watch, watch what happens here. Watch what happens.
1: Ready? That's something. Touching. Very touching.
0: I cry every time I see it. I can't can't watch that without crying.
1: Animals have these sense of honor among them. One of the things I wrote in my new uh, Mind Over Matter journal is in the Hispaniola, when the Buccaneers were in action at that time, there were a lot of wild dogs Hmm. that were on the island and the wild dogs would track down animals and cows and everything and eat them Well, one time they trapped a wild boar or a wild pig whatever it was and the wild pig killed quite a few of them and they couldn't get to it finally one of the dogs jumped on his back risking its life and then all the other ones could get in because they had a way to kill the boar they killed the boar well after the boar was killed the dogs all sat back and let the one who was the brave one eat their full before any of them would touch that meat. They let that dog have its full because they recognized he was the hero that saved them and when that dog was fully saturated, all the others jumped in and ate. That's how hum- how dogs and animals and cats have senses of honor that human oh. beings seem to have lost yeah. many of them
0: yeah. I, I played that during Dr. Massey's show, and he said there's this NA thing where uh, cultures from the beginning of time would uh, um, <clears throat> would rock the baby like that. You know, would just that's what they just did. You know, they would just, and it's just like. Uh, here's an email. One, Go ahead.
1: I was going to say because this is important. One of the proofs of mesmerism that a a medical doctor who was being criticized back in 1848 for mesmerism, he said, what do you think the nurses are doing rocking the baby to sleep? Uh, Is there uh. any difference between putting a person to sleep and easing their pain than the nurses rocking the baby to sleep? So, yes, it's a healing technique, rocking.
0: Rocking. Oh, very interesting. There's also a, a kind of a, adjunct to soul travel um, where there's also I've used a rocking motion before getting out of the body Uh, it's very curious I I, I figured that out when I I didn't figure I discovered that when I was a kid like you know early on in in grade school Saturday morning I would rock back and forth and then a couple then I would land up on the on the ceiling you know on the ceiling of my bedroom. And I was—I loved it up there. You felt so cool. I was like, whoa, this feels so good. Uh, Email, why cannot we mind hack teeth and grow them back? Why are they so fragile? Also seen blurry at times. Uh, How would I find out the trauma? Okay. So I think we're going to learn how to get our teeth back for a third grow, don't you think?
1: You know, I wrote the book Mind Hacking so people can learn to mind hack and answer the questions I didn't. Because obviously, even working on thousands of clients, I didn't have every disease. There's all kinds of uh, diseases people have from prions and God knows what. And I didn't get all the diseases. So now, I want people to mind hack so they can find out for themselves. They don't need a book. If you just turn the person's feet who has the tooth problem you'll find out why now i can give you the commonest ones separation from nature which i certainly have now i haven't been in the ocean in six seven years uh uh always missing the boat i've had a history of that because (laughs) of self-sabotage i was discovered in hollywood and i blew the whole thing over a woman i was also (laughs) discovered by a a multi a billionaire. A billionaire was gonna show my body language and everything. And I opted out to make a trip with a toxic woman across country instead of doing a video, a movie with this billionaire who uh I won't go into details because it's a very interesting a new way uh, tale, what do you call yeah,
0: it a, a sort of tale
1: sorted, well, <laughs> well it's a tale involving Bill Gates and all kinds of other people that I won't go into I have some personal connections here I'm not allowed to talk about because I have friends among the enemies
0: <laughs> uh, you've had quite a okay I got to bring this up before we go because uh, I've, I've thought about you so I don't know if you heard my did you hear heard the show we did with Dr. Massey at all probably not
1: Yes, I listened to it. I what about my
0: iodine story? What about my iodine? I now, now I know that you and Ray Pete, who I love and respect a lot, have been no iodine, right, for a long time. I mean, as long as I've known you, right? And I haven't done iodine atom for I don't know five years, four years, nothing, never touched it. So we had a doctor on, a, a bright uh, carnivore lady, and she started talking about how to, that we need a little iodine, you know, especially for thyroid, and I I really liked her, and I thought, well, maybe I'll just, I don't know, maybe I'll try some, and I got the detoxified iodine, I think I have one up here, and I just did a few drops, at them on my wrist, right? Three or four drops, you all rub the wrist together for a week, and I'm really pretty good at taking my first morning temperature thing, which we think is very, you know, I've got a thing that's in the ear, and I've tested it, it's really accurate, do you know Adam Bergstrom? My my body temperature has gone up between 0.2 and 0.5 degrees in a week with iodine. So how can you guys, you and Ray Pete, say it's not good for you? I'm confused.
1: Well, you can make your temperature go up with cocaine too and other drugs. Well, so
0: oh, I see what you. Yeah, but geez. it's definitely a thyroid thing, though, right? Temperature, body not temperature. Really. Come on, good. it sure it is.
1: It, it is in tiny amounts. Let's take something. I'm just doing I, drops.
0: I'm doing drops.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's take a. They used to find out that oysters would not the what they call the uh, the 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 larva of the oyster. It has to set to connect to uh, a siding so that it's stable. Otherwise, it dies. So they found out that these. Uh, the oyster would not do that with a, without iodine, uh, no, without copper in the water. No. But it required so little copper that back when pennies were made out of copper, you would dip it in the tank for one minute and pull it out and the oysters would set. Whoa. Now, when they put more, the oysters turned green and got toxic because even with a minor amount of pollution, any copper would be drawn to, to a magnet. The oyster would taste bad, be a green color, and have as much as two pennies worth of pure copper per bushel of oysters. So, yes, iodine is necessary for life, but you need small amounts because excess can lead to thyroid so cancer. So that's why and you and repeat
0: disease. have been kind of down on because people are taking too much, right?
1: The research is there. Now on, on your wrists, most of that is not going to get absorbed anyway, so you will get a little and that I can't see any problem with you doing that to your wrist. When you start putting it in your mouth Oh, I don't do that. I wouldn't do it. Now in our civilized uh, most people get excess iodine from dairy products. They do. What do you think they they what do you think they clean the tanks with? Iodine. And then that iodine gets in the milk you can get plenty from milk then there are certain food colorings We don't eat those we mm. eat pure, but in the food colorings some of those dyes are 50 percent iodine So you get tremendous amounts of iodine in food additives and they add it in hidden places all over the place now here in California uh, we get sea breeze if you actually go down to the beach and inhale on a windy day when there's a froth on, on the waves, on the Atlantic too like that, right. so you get all the iodine yeah, all, all, all you need. The, you don't even uh, need yeah. it. But it all lands on the food, hundreds of mile inland. Now, at one point, because of iodine deficiency, 49% of people in the state of Michigan had goiter from enlargement. But you can get goiter from too much iodine. And how come the American Indians knew what to eat that they never got goiter? Well only the white folks did.
0: <laughs> what did they eat? What did the Indians eat?
1: They they knew to eat out of the marshes and stuff where the iodine tends to iodine is heavy. Look at the periodic chart of yeah, the elements. It's, it's way, way down, down on the it. bottom. Yeah. Number 53 or or lower even. And uh, it sinks to the bottom. So you can't get it from a tree, and uh, you can get tiny amounts. But the main stock of iodine is going to be in the root vegetables is where you're going to find it yeah. as a so general is, rule. Is there
0: any in salt at all anymore? Any in salt?
1: Uh, yeah, that's the problem too. You get too much in salt because people even taking Morton salt have a problem. That's why I have the same salt that... You recommend from uh, Dr. The dentist. Dr. Huggins. His name? Yeah.
0: Pickling. Yeah, and canning. Said, yeah.
1: Definitely. And I use a different brand, but it's still pure salt. It's just pure there salt. is no minerals. There's no uh, um, Himalayan salt or or uh, Celtic, Celtic salt or whatever. None of it. I just get plain salt without iodine. Now, we eat food here that has iodine and there's nothing wrong with spirulina can cure cancer and uh, some of those seaweeds are okay but if you overdo them without having iodine blocker chemicals like uh, chinese cabbage in china they have a lot of those cabbage type vegetables you go to hokkaido they have outbreaks of thyroid cancer because they don't eat those type of foods they just eat the seaweed because they're poorer up there well down in Tokyo and places like that they get plenty of Chinese cabbage and things that block it you know broccoli uh cauliflower there's a whole bunch peanuts uh parsley they all block iodine so when people eat those they're pretty much immune from the iodine effect that's going to cause the problem
0: and isn't that fascinating how uh uh, cultures kind of figured it out to have these different these different uh, vegetables that counteracted what they were doing. Isn't that curious? They just figured it out. Wow.
1: See, I like the old medical books because they looked at your body, mm-hmm. what was happening. Now what do you get in a medical textbook? Some kind of genetic formula about what it's supposed to be. <laughs> Nothing with the body. Back in the day, they tapped. They touch, they took the stethoscope. They could tell any disease in the book from the sound of the auscultation in your body, any disease in the book. Now, what doctor can do anything but check a heartbeat with his uh, stethoscope? Back then, they could test your foot and tell what was wrong with your foot from the blood beat. That's the basis of uh, basically Chinese pulse diagnosis. they abandoned it post-diagnosis was better in the United States back in uh, over a hundred years ago than it was in China even at least modern
0: China you you talked about in the 50s and that's I was in grade school in the 50s right uh, as well Um, do you know back then nobody went to the doctor nobody went to the doctor there were no doctors you know, when you think about it, you know there's a doctor on every corner now, and hospitals on every corner, every corner. You yep. go in Austin, there they have, they have, they have campuses of just you know blocks and blocks of cancer thing, thyroid center, heart center. This stuff is all just made up of all these weird things that we're doing to our bodies by stinking thinking, bad food. <laughs> Whatever, right? There was no doctors. Nobody went to the doctor. We didn't have a doc-
1: very, very rarely. In fact, one time I remember, I woke up in the morning. <laughs> my eyes were shooting so much pus out. I filled my eye sockets completely, drained it. And they filled up within five minutes again, and I kept draining it. What, what did my mother do? Here, have a hot rag, <laughs> and it eventually went away. Right.
0: That's what my mom she didn't did take me
1: to a doctor
0: she would she would sometimes give us a little hit of castor oil right we were feeling bad put us in bed pile blankets all over us right I mean really a lot of blankets we'd wake up in the morning and we were sweating like the whole bed was wet and we were great and you'd poop and okay time for school <laughs>
1: Same type of thing. We had, to, you know, when I got a, a flu, I had uh, milk with melted butter on it. Ah. I got to like to be sick <laughs> and I found out because that's the only way I could, she would give me milk with melted butter on the top of it.
0: Here's a headline for you. Florida orange juice supplies squeezed, forcing uh, agricultural traders to pull from Brazil. Boy, this this food thing that they're doing is going to be big next year, I think. Uh, Don't you think? I mean, they're really running this up the flagpole, aren't they? To to
1: squeeze us just a a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's the whole thing. The the food is a huge thing. And they, uh, you know, they've ruined the animals. What I'm going to tell you now is so fantastic that people aren't going to believe you. But anyone can research this. Back in the same days of Hispaniola, when all those dogs were there, there were alligators 70 feet long on this coast.
0: 70 feet long?
1: 70 feet. Now, they're called Caymans. The Cayman Islands, they were named after these crocodiles, American crocodiles. Now, you'll find the biggest one is 12 feet. Why? Because crocodiles don't age. They grow till they die of oversize. Well, they actually got, and you can find records of it in the old history books, 70 feet long now nowadays if you tell people that they're going to think you're crazy though but if you read the old books they definitely found him. they were so vicious one of the most dangerous things in Hispaniola. one time some guy uh, built a, a tent and he built it out of hides well alligators would take steal the hides so he grabbed his whole tent and pulled it in the water so the guy yanked on the other end and this huge uh, caiman dragged him into the water and tried to drown him he stabbed it to death and dragged the whole thing up and had enough meat to eat for I guess he dried it out I guess he ate it for years (laughs) but if you find these old tales of Hispaniola and in the buccaneer days you will find things that are unbelievable and that were seen by witnesses when We first when people first came to the United States, you could walk on fish to the water. You didn't have to wade through the water. There were so many fish and animals. There were five billion passenger pigeons in the US alone. Now they're extinct. Five billion. There's eight billion people on Earth. There were five billion in the US, in the known US that they knew about. Do
0: people used to eat pigeons?
1: Oh, they ate them all the time. But then what did Americans do? They just sh- shot thousands of them at a time for target practice and killed them all. When the last one supposedly died in the Cincinnati Zoo in 1901, but actually some were spotted as late as 1930s and 1940s. So there may still be some one some place in the jungle where there is a passenger pigeon. And when they tell you something's extinct, it's because they haven't seen one.
0: <laughs> so I wonder what crocodiles did or do to live that long. Do they do anything special or they just breathe good or what do they do, I wonder? Hmm.
1: Their breath-holding abilities. They know their breathless state. Ah. They can hold their breath underwater for an hour or so. And they often do that. They wait underwater and they think they're a log. So a fish comes along and they just bite them and they often do that uh they 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 can hold their breath for very long periods of time and the longer they hold their breath, check this out the longer the crocodile lives and they don't age because of that they just grow so big they can't support themselves or people kill them of course they're not going to grow to 70 feet because you kill them before that if you see even a 20 foot uh uh gator these were, by the way, saltwater crocodiles. Salt they're water. some of the most vicious ones of all. They kill people in Indonesia all the time, in Australia even. And, but we had them in this country too. And now the biggest one is uh, 12 foot in the Amazon, but they don't let them grow. They kill them. And they're not going to grow mm-hmm. properly in the zoo because they don't have the proper depth to go for their breath holding. A whale, why does it grow big? If you keep it above the water without pressurization, it will never grow to full size. Neither will a giant sea turtle. They need pressurization and breath control to do their growth. Same with muscles. You need breath control. The more breath control, the more chi and the more muscle growth you get.
0: So whales, when they're when they're swimming back and forth from way north to Hawaii to have babies, they're holding their breath a lot. Do they ever come? They must come up.
1: They they dive. And that's when but they can only hold their breath for a certain amount of time. Then they come Uh, up and then they come up. But they but that breath holding and pressurization Mm -hmm. under five hundred feet or however deep they go, I think they go deeper. That pressure and their breath makes it even more effective because it drives the oxygen deep into their tissues where they can live without breathing like those yogis forty years in a coffin. I mean forty 40 days, let's not get carried away here. 40 days without breathing in a coffin underground, proven by the British military who was fascinated with it. A colonel learned a technique. He could shut himself off for several hours, but finally he overdid it one time and died. So this is why
0: when we play with uh, buteco in the middle of the night and you can get to the point where you're not breathing at all, and amazing, you can just go for a long time without breathing, which is really fascinating when you really do it, and I know you've done it, I do it. So this is why it's you're retaining CO two, right? And and you can learn how to do this for a long time, as yogis have done.
1: And then they want to give people machines to stop it right. from happening because <laughs> they call it, Oh, you're losing you're you're not breathing for a That's whole right. minute, you're yeah, dying. Yeah,
0: sleep apnea or whatever they you know, they want to put you on a machine, right? Or something.
1: And sugar will protect him from dying in that breathless state, by the way. All you need is a cube of sugar. Even a friend of mine who isn't into my kind of style of health, he now does take a cube of sugar. He has a cube by the bed, so he just has to pop it in his mouth if he has to get up to go to the bathroom.
0: Really? Yeah, Ray Pete talked about, and I've done it and I like it, uh, if I do goat's milk before bed, talking about put some sugar in the milk. You know, so I put, yep. sometimes I put, um, uh, you know, the coconut sugar in the milk, and it really helps sleep. I don't know what's going on with it, but it's kind of nice.
1: Even, even the fat will give you some protection. Sure. You need a little bit of something to uh, to, to play off that to protect the lungs. Uh, total fasting... Uh, which you can master total fasting. Not everybody who fasts a lot dies in their sleep, but your odds go up. It's statistics. So to me, I like to play the statistics because you, insurance actuaries make tremendous amounts of money by 1% being yeah. different. So
0: You know, another thing that uh, I'm, I'm really falling more in line with your thinking is on uh, eating more often because I tried to play around with this idea of one meal a day on the carnivore, and lots of them talk about that. And a lot of these are really big dudes and they eat three pounds of meat and they go for 24 hours, which is great. But it doesn't work for me. I mean, I I just eat when I get hungry and I get hungry more often than once a day. Sorry. And, uh, And this Dr. Bright we had on that I liked, she said the same thing. She said, it doesn't make any sense to fast. I mean, what are you doing for your body by not... Having breakfast, and you agree, right? I mean, wh- are you doing anything good for your body by not eating breakfast? I don't think.
1: Break so. Break the fast. This is in the very name. Yeah,
0: bre- break the fast, which is breakfast. <laughs> you right?
1: fast during the night. Yeah,
0: I mean, why? Why would you benefit from? Of course, the carnivore people are arguing that well, you create more stem cells and blah blah blah. I'm not sure about that, you know. But I don't care. I would rather there are feel good. Other
1: ways... <laughs> Yeah. Other ways to create stem cells. Actually, we are filled, filled with, with stem, cells, right? stem cells in our blood and all over the place. They don't want to tell us that <laughs> they have to get them from babies just being born and things like they're doing now, some of the most uh, barbaric things to get stem cells. It's been known for 20 years that you could make stem cells out of human blood. They, had a de- they could do that in 2002. Out of our own even blood. Even earlier, I believe. Making more
0: stem cells, right?
1: Yeah, uh, what's the name of the uh, science magazine from England? They reported it, uh, and other places British reported Medical it General,
0: British Medical Journal? British
1: Medical Journal thing? Uh, it was called, it wasn't the Lancet or the British Medical Journal, was New Scientist, one of my favorite magazines. Is it a good one? I was so excited to go to, uh, to New Zealand because you could get it on the counter there. It's hard to get New Scientist here. You have to go to the library or at one time one barnes bookstore in uh fort worth had it so i used to i still have some of those left over that i saved yeah one of the greatest science magazines ever out and they also uh the the u.s military targeted different racial types and individuals could kill them with genetics And they busted him for it because the U.S. has denied it repeatedly. But back then, when England wasn't so close with us now, they busted the U.S. for that. And they got in trouble with U.S. diplomats over doing that article, too. But they couldn't prosecute him. If that had been done in the United States, they would have closed that magazine down like they did, uh, like they've done. Remember, Ted Turner reported the, uh, uh, the, uh, us, us uh, gassing our own troops that were deserters right. in Vietnam. Man, they turned that thing down right away. That was approved from the top, and they told them, we will shut you down, Ted Turner, if you don't me retract that. So they blamed two intermediary journalists and fired them, and problem solved.
0: Can you get this new scientist thing online somewhere?
1: Uh, you know, uh, I think you can if you subscribe to it. Mm-hmm. I get too many free things, so I don't it's bother. W- it's
0: worth it, though, you think. It's a good one, huh?
1: I think it's a good magazine. Uh, I prefer to go back into old magazines yeah. more. But, uh, but yeah, it was, the, uh, it was the best up-to-date one about what was going on. There's another one called Science Newsletter. Yeah, I've seen that. And it's also online. They're pretty good, too, to keep up with it. Uh, I just found, now that I'm on the internet, I found better sources. But back then, they were uh, important for me to check Scientific American, New Scientist, Science Magazine, Discovery, all of those. I went through every issue back in the day.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I can tell you, boy, that really, uh, I, I gotta I gotta say, because it's my experience, that, um, you know, for two or three years, I had um, kind of a soreness and a tenderness right on my bladder, and you know where that is, right? Just did, it was just there all the time. And I'd pee probably more often than I thought, well, that seems weird. But after two or three months doing carnivore, that totally stopped, totally stopped. And I could go like, I've drunk a whole quart of water in the last, what, how long we have been on, three hours? Not once had to pee. You know, six months ago, I would have had to pee three or four times. So I don't know what the meat's doing for me, but that's a pretty good sign that my body likes it, right? I'm not suggesting everybody should go out and become a carnivore, but it's interesting, you know, when things like that happen. we
1: are... omnivores meaning we can eat a variety and you have to find your own like if someone says veganism's best or cargo you have to know your own body yeah and that's what you're doing that's that's what the old timers did what did it do to me they didn't say oh it says in the book
0: what did it do to me you know don't yeah watch some podcasts and do it because some do i mean you can experiment with things like for well, guys like you say, sugar, well, experiment and see what it does, you know. It might go crazy. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I've
1: had some disastrous experiments. Well, we all that. have,
0: you know. we. Not we,
1: believing that a whole bunch of peanut butter would clog up your colon. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it clogged up mine.
0: But you got to admit, peanut butter it. tastes pretty good, you
1: know. I love it. I love peanut butter. You'll still do it now?
0: Do you still eat peanut butter now?
1: Once in a while. I, in fact, I'm probably going to get some at the farmer's market. We have some good stuff. ready-made one down there that's really good stuff. And I haven't had it for about six or seven months, and I've been craving it. Every time we walk by now, I kind of drool a little bit extra. So <laughs> and, I'm going to get some.
0: And in your book, chronobotic Nutrition, um, you talk about doing some peanut butter and pineapple at night. What is that? That's fun
1: thyroid uh what what it does is you actually want to shut your thyroid down at night now this is where i disagree with ray p okay i believe in hibernation he thinks hibernation is a stress on animals but we have two mechanisms we can go to the thyroid one or the hibernation one and both of them are valid depending on the time of the day the time of the year and things of that nature that's my opinion anyway. So, and it's worked for me so far.
0: So do you think when we're leaving our body, like in soul travel and dreams, that the body is hibernating? It must be, right? must be, I right? think
1: so. Especially when you get those vivid, lucid dreams, yeah. and particularly the prophetic ones. Yeah. And you probably had them too. I've had prophetic <sighs> dreams, or Oof. the next day it happened.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they call it lucid dreaming. We call it soul travel, but it's... Um, it's it's really fun. Do you remember a lot of your dreams?
1: Lately, they're not good dreams. That's why I ended up with this kind of stuff. <laughs> what do
0: you mean they're not good dreams? What are you dreaming? Uh, I'm,
1: always, I'm always having to move or leave someplace and have to pack and gather all my stuff together, and it's never enough to put in my luggage. I'm I, trying to fit it in. Do huh. I need this? Do I need that? And this goes on. What do you think that message
0: is for you?
1: Well it's about attachment. And uh, Master Chan said, you know, eventually you got to give up everything anyway. You got to. But you. you don't burn you don't destroy it all. One time I tried that. I burned all my possessions, all my artwork from school and yeah, everything like that. You don't
0: that. need to do that. Just be no, detached mentally and emotionally and spiritually, right? Yeah, you can yes. live in a 50 million dollar house. God doesn't care is if you're attached to it. It doesn't matter.
1: Exactly. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, There's a famous story about that where someone uh, is judging this king in India about having uh, a rich castle. And suddenly a fire breaks out and his whole castle is burning down. And the guy's saying, Your castle's on fire. Well, why are you worried about it? I'm not worried about it, but you're (laughs) attached to my castle burning down.
0: (laughs) Remember Osho Bhagwan Sri Rajanis? He he knew this. And he knew that the whole thing about money was so absurd that he had 25 Rolls Royces. Remember that? Just to show people how absurd this whole idea that if you're rich or if you have stuff, that you're bad. He was cool. I liked it. It was great. It was great.
1: 25 Rolls Rolls
0: Royces.
1: (laughs) He did. (laughs) Have you heard the story of uh, Yogananda? I'm going to make the person's name up. There was someone in the audience, we'll call him Mr. Brown. And Mr. Brown saw him driving up in the latest model Cadillac and uh, and thought to himself, look at that guru Guru. driving up in a brand new Cadillac. (laughs) What kind of attached guy is he? So Yogananda gets out of the Cadillac, walks up to Mr. Brown and says, Mr. Brown, addresses him by name, which surprised him first. That Cadillac is leased and does not belong to me. Looking forward to a better model next year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's
1: right. None of this belongs to us, you know. Yeah, we, we just
0: use it, you know. You know, I I feel the same way. I don't own this house. I just live in here, and you know, I'm living on the We're land. The
1: proprietors.
0: We're just the proprietors, and you know, if you've got the money, you want to buy first class. You know, you don't. You don't you don't lose any points with God. God doesn't care if you want to five first first class or get a warm coat or have a nice car. It's all it's all made up anyway. You know, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: And there are real philanthropists who give themselves so, oh, to give shoot. their money away. Not like Bill Gates. He makes more money being a philanthropist than he did when he owned Microsoft. <laughs> That's not philanthropy. I wonder. <laughs>
0: I, I wonder Buffett. You know. He seems like a nice old guy. He seems like he's got—he's going to give all his money away, isn't he?
1: Well, that's what he claims. That's I again, I'm suspicious. But <laughs> yeah. I like Buffett. He's a likable guy. I, yeah. I, yeah. Even if he's friends of Bill Gates, I. Uh, no. He, the he only seems thing pretty really, cool.
0: He seems pretty cool. He's lived in that same neighborhood for twenty-five years.
1: Yep. Charlie Munger, his buddy's ninety-nine now too. The only <laughs> thing he does wrong here, he designs dormitories where the sunlight is piped into the students, which is nuts. Other things about Munger I really like. No, no. I, I think in many ways he really is a philanthropist. I want to think
0: the best about, about Buffett because he just seems like he's pretty cool, you know? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, he claims he's got all of his in, you know, trust that when he goes, man, it's, it's going. He's got places it's going to go, crazy. Yeah. Well, that's he's, not crazy. It's cool. I, he, he's happy. He says, <laughs> I'm happy. I've got everything I need. What do I want? need a bunch of money for? What do I want? I don't need anything. I think he still goes to, because he's got McDonald's stock, he still goes and gets uh, egg McMuffins in the morning on the way to work. <laughs>
1: Something to do with the uh, what he buys is what his stock is doing. <laughs> I forget how he does that, yeah. whether he has bacon or not. Yeah, he eats a filet mignon, but he also drinks all those Coca-Cola. He still drinks with, Coca-Cola. With a high fructose corn. Uh, he claims he gets 25% of his calories from Coca-Cola. <laughs> and then he eats desserts, too. But he eats a steak most nights, Doesn't I understand. He eats a steak.
0: Well, didn't, uh, what's his name, Hugh Hefner, he drank pepsi's all like all day long and he lived a long time and had a lot of girlfriends he did pretty well you know
1: 30 a day 30 he, no 30 a day he actually had a guy when he had the money follow him around his glass of coke could never be less than half full you always add to it is that so he, right he had a guy How who could you do corn. that for,
0: how, how long did he live? 90 or so?
1: 91, I believe. He got to- all that
0: high fructose corn syrup that's supposed to be the devil, and how could you do that? I mean, what's up he, with that? But
1: later, he did have a heart attack, and he went he- to the artificial ones, and I think that's what finally got him, rather than oh. the uh, high fructose corn syrup. And high fructose corn syrup isn't your pious choice. I avoid it, but it's not as deadly as people make it out to be. Obviously, looking at Hefner and Buffett and other people who have survived it.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to do it, but, you know, I don't know how these people do it. I guess, well, you know, I guess when you're happy and like Hefner was and Buffett and these people, that means a lot, right? I mean, if you're happy and you're loving your life and you're doing your work, You could probably eat nails and like Mr. Eats All and get away with it, you know. Yep.
1: (laughs) Eat a whole Cessna airplane. It took them two years to eat the entire thing.
0: You could probably eat pretty much anything if you're a happy person, can't you?
1: Yep. In solar nutrition, eating a Cessna, I guess, is a morning food because it flies up in the air.
0: (laughs) Probably probably so. All right, kiddo. Well, we spent uh, three hours just being crazy, and I really enjoyed the show today. Thanks for being on it. It's just You know, I love you a lot. You know that.
1: Same here, you Patrick. By, Pre- I'm going to get me love crying.
0: You too. Get me crying, but I really do. I love you. Thank you.
1: I particularly admire your uh, your exercise programs now, and the things you're doing are uh, inspiring.
0: Well, inspiring, thank you. Patrick. I'm going to turn you on to tapping on your testicles every morning. I think that's going to grow your <laughs> teeth back. I'm going I'm to turn you on to that. All right, kiddo. Thanks I a lot. Well, love to you and, and vibrant gal, and we will see you soon. Happy whatever you're going to do tomorrow. Have some peanut butter, and uh, we'll see you real soon. Okay, tell folks, let's give a little plug for all your stuff before we go. Uh, Adam Bergstrom, solartiming.com. Tell folks what they're going to find there when they go to solartiming.com.
1: Lots of books and journals and newsletters and entertaining uh, little uh, little snippets from shows I've done, all kinds of information. And you can go to sunsinknutrition.com, uh, too. And then we have a $99 membership. So uh, we have several things to offer. You can find out about everything by going to solartiming.com.
0: Or it'll take you.
1: And check me out on Facebook. I can at least say some things on there. I can't mention global warming. I can't mention COVID-19 or the polio pox or anything like that. But uh, (laughs) I'm on there and answer questions all the time. (laughs)
0: Polio pox. I didn't know there was such a thing as polio pox. And gorilla
1: pox is coming. Gorilla polio. So
0: how do folks find you on Facebook? Do they just put in Facebook, Adam Bergstrom, and
1: Yeah, I think Adam Bergstrom is the easiest way to find me, and most people can. Um,
0: On Facebook All right, kiddo. Have fun. Thanks a lot. Love you. Take care.
1: Thank you. Love you, Patrick. Mm -hmm.
0: Hannah Bergstrom. Yes, no, maybe. Chronoboticnutritionsolartiming. dot com. It's the real deal, baby. Well, here we are. Hmm. Well, man, that was, fun filled. What a trip he is, huh? He's such a piece of work. I tell you, I love that guy. So much fun talking to him. We just talk about anything and I don't know how we do it. We don't plan a word of it and somehow it just comes out. Okay, a couple things before we go. There's only three products that are not on uh, um, Black Friday sales. Sulfur, Pearlseum, Um, and the X3, the X3 already is a $399 deal, and that's a really good price right now. You're going to love this, this thing that I'm doing. You're going to really love it. Uh, X3, it's on our website, $399, they'll even finance it. Get this. Just trust me, trust me, you're going to love it. As long as you do it, you'll, you'll love it. Um, but everything else... Beginning, I guess it's Friday. When does it start? Friday morning? I'll have to check. But you know, Friday Black Friday. Uh, everything, Shen Blossom, um, all kinds, all, everything else. We're going to even do a little deal on sauna, Shen Blossom. It's We're going to have 20%. Boy, and a good time to get some pine pollen and colostrum. Um, uh, oh, the air purifier is going to be on sale. As I said, the sauna. I'm not sure... What else I'm not thinking of? Mm. Andrea Seed Oils. Really nice seed oils. Most seed oils are not good, but he's got the real deal. Um, so I guess that's about it. But anyway, so check back. Just, we'll be back on Friday morning at 10 o'clock. We'll tell you about these sales. So save your dollars and come back and spend some money with us this weekend and uh, get some good things that you've been wanting to get on sale. So be thankful for everything Everything, everything, everything. Doodle and I, we do a little thing every morning. My, my girl, she's over there. Hey, Doodle. So we get treats, and the treats that we like the best are CarnucopiaPetFoods.com, and they just have these total organic treats. Go on there, get some of their treats, and they have organic pet food. And I think they're doing. Um, uh, oh, they're doing a Black Friday thing. I just got an email. 20% off. Turkey, perfect dinner, harvest. Wow, 20% off. So if you, you want to get to the best of dog food, give them a little plug here for your dog. Uh, we don't have a financial interest in them, but they're just a great company. Uh, it's really important to give your doggy organic pet food. Very important. The only truly 100% organic pet food we know, CornucopiaPetfoods.com, and they have a they have a treat thing that's made from their pet food that's dried. So Doodle and I, we we do these every morning, and she sits there. And what we do is we give a little treat, and then we thank God for. I'm gonna get me crying. Now. We thank God for the house that we live in, that it's warm and safe, and the land that we walk on that we're, we're borrowing. And um, we thank God for all the animals and the snakes and rabbits and raccoons and deer and the birds. And we thank God for having a really fun way to make a living that we just have to walk upstairs. Not have to, but choose to walk upstairs we thank God for all the support we get for from you, our listeners. And we really mean it. We just don't say it, but we're very blessed to have you in our life and have the way to make a living doing this in our life. And um, we thank God for our relation with God, Divine Spirit, and for our friends and our family. And we do it every morning. And every time we say a new one, she, <laughs> and she gets a new thing. And she looks at me and um, it's really important to be grateful for everything that we have. Just, it's just very powerful and just important. So think about that. Uh, so I didn't cry. So I did pretty good. We will see, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see you Friday. Have a fun time tomorrow. Get together with family and do whatever you're going to do. And I love you all very much. Thank you. And uh, may the blessings be. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.